Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Judgment Call Podcast. As always, I am Miles Wilson. And today, we're going to be doing a rookie update for the Washington football team. I don't know if I will ever get used to saying that or if they'll get a new name by the time I get used to saying football team, but I digress. This is going to be a rookie update, so it's going to be an update on every single pick from the April draft while we're in training camp and practices and so on and so forth as we approach the 2020 season. This is going to be an update on any significant news, progress, or anything that is relevant to your rookies getting onto the 53-man roster. And even if they don't make the roster, still just some interesting news about your rookies. Let's go ahead and get into it. Before I get into it, actually, let me tell you how I'm compiling this information. I am going through watching every single camp video, every single camp practice. I'm listening to interviews about the rookies, listening to interviews by the rookies, and interviews by teammates about the rookies. And I'm compiling all that data, condensing it down for you guys to listen to in a short, sweet podcast. And... Just getting a consensus on your rookies, basically. And let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to start with your premier pass rusher out of Ohio State and Chase Young, your first-round pick. Uh, currently, he is being held out of team drills due to a minor hip flexor injury. All precautionary. They just want to take it slow. They don't. Want, they want to make sure that it doesn't turn into anything that the coaching staff should be concerned about, I guess. Uh, but outside of that, he's a dog. He's certified. Uh, all reports out of campers that he already looks like a Pro Bowl caliber pass rusher, and he, he's built different, honestly. Lining him upside, outside, opposite of Montez Sweat is going to be a problem on this line. I'm telling you right now, this might be one of the best lines in the NFL. Uh, great pick, honestly. You can't go wrong with it. I'm glad they decided to go Chase Young and not Tua, which people. Anyways, on to the next pick. Antonio Gibson, the dynamic running back out of Memphis. Uh, with Darius Juice no longer being on the team, it's probably going to be an RB by uh, running back by committee in Washington. And if you pay attention to fantasy, this guy's name has been swirling around the fantasy mill as a potential breakout target. And it's honestly for good reason. Uh, Gibson looked really good at Saturday's practice. He was involved on nearly every rep. And as I was watching that, I was looking up articles about it. And one on the NBC Sports page for the Washington football team. It said that both Adrian Peterson and Antonio Gibson looked quite impressive on Saturday. Peterson showed burst, and Gibson seemed to be involved on nearly every play. Those two and Bryce Love look like they will have a large role this fall. And I would say more so for Antonio Gibson because he's going to be on the run on, on in the game on the downs where he'll be effective out of the backfield and he'll be effective as a runner. So on those third downs when AP has to come off, Look for Antonio Gibson on the plays where they want to run some screens. Look for Antonio Gibson. And I kind of see why his name is just swirling around the mill, especially if you play PPR. This is going to be a running back that you probably want to get in the later rounds or might want to pick up off the waiver wire. Uh, I honestly would expect him to get his fair share of touches if he can stay consistent and improve throughout training camp. It sounds like they want to get him involved into the offense. And they're seeing what he can offer to be in the backfield with Dwayne Haskins. On to the next on, on to the next one. We got Sadiq Charles, the offensive tackle out of LSU. He is currently dealing with a nagging calf injury that has kept him sidelined the past few days and is expected to miss a couple of more. But Coach Rivera has said that this is a minor injury, just like with Chase Young. They want to take it slow. They do not want their in their rookies to get injured because the last thing you want is a lack of depth. And 
with Sadiq, it's honestly an open left tackle battle after Trent Brown got traded. He could possibly start. So the last thing you want is a possible starter to get out. Uh, but camp ends on the 30th, and there are no preseason games. So he'll clearly be somewhat behind, and I would not look for him to start week one. But it is a possibility that if he comes along and gets healthy, he can battle for that left tackle position. Uh, his trainer, Shabazz, has worked with Shaq and Ray Lewis, and he said that Sadiq Charles has the build of a quote-unquote Greek god, but his effort outside of the gym is a 3 out of 10. Uh, examples are his sleep, work ethic, and recovery. But he's still all potential right now, and if he can mature and get that under control, the sky's the limit. Everyone speaks very, very highly about how talented he is and how athletic he is and how much of a smooth mover he is. Uh, hopefully that's who he can become, but it seems like it's all on him right now and his work ethic. Ooh, one of my favorite picks, Antonio Gandy-Golden, wide receiver, 6'4", beast. He's already getting praise from wide receiver one Terry McLaurin in the first week of camp. Uh, McLaurin said AGG plays way faster than his 4'6 speed suggests. His game speed is pretty good, according to McLaurin, and that He's very vertically talented, which we knew if you paid attention during the draft process. That's why teams wanted him, because he could jump out the gym and he's 6'4". Uh, but I think he should be ready to compete this season, and that's what Terry McLaurin said. He needs to be ready to compete this season. Uh, Washington wide receiver core is a bit thin, and it's looking like Antonio Gannon-Gaulden has a great shot at being wide receiver too. And honestly, he reminds me a lot of Kenny Galladay. Coming out of NIU, it may be because AGG went to Liberty. They're both small schools, prospects, and they're both tall, both huge catch radiuses, both jump out the gym, both good hands. But I've, if that's his ceiling, that's what you want. Kenny Galladay is one of the five best receivers in his league, so it's all looking up. And if he can be wide receiver two, that gives Dwayne Haskins another target to look at outside of Terry McLaurin. Next pick, Keith, Keith Ishmael guard uh working him out as a center right now not guard but he's currently a death piece and he is battling for the backup center position not the right guard spot excuse me the left guard spot uh with r another rookie and ross pierce backer he's on pace to be good inside offensive lineman utility they'll probably try him around at a bunch of spots but right now they're working him out as a backup center with another rookie and that's about it that's all they got on him uh, next pick, Kalik Hudson, linebacker out of Michigan. Not a ton of news surrounding his name, which is pretty understandable. He did not really play a defined position at the University of Michigan, or at least one that translates to the NFL. I understand that the Viper position is something that NFL teams are trying to insert, and especially in nickel packages. You want a guy like Buda Baker to go out there and be that hybrid linebacker safety guy, which is what Kalik played at Michigan, but he – he didn't do much covering. I'm a Michigan fan, so I've watched him play his entire career. He didn't do much covering. He was a pretty downhill kind of guy. Any coverage responsibilities went to Devin Bush, and pretty much all of the blitzing responsibilities went to Kalik Hudson. So he's got a hell, hell of a motor. He's going to be on special teams. I know that much. From watching this kid play, he is great on special teams, and I know that is where he will end up on this team. Outside of that, not sure what's going to happen. He's taken some reps with the twos. That's where all of his reps have been with the twos. And he's taken some in both safety 
and linebacker, but I'm not sure he'll offer much impact there immediately, at least. But as a special teams guy, I think he'll see the field plenty in year one. Uh, but line, their other linebacker, Josh Harvey Clements, opted out of the 2020 season, so there may be an opportunity that can open up there for Khalid Hudson in year one, but I highly doubt it. He just is too raw in all the areas that he would need to come in and be a starting linebacker in the NFL. Uh, next pick, we have Cameron Curl, the safety out of Arkansas. Not much surrounding his name either. Uh, the only thing I can find is that he dropped a pick in practice, which, in my opinion, is good. That means he's in the right place at the right time. He just didn't capitalize, but on the stat sheet, that still goes as a pass breakup. Uh, the DB coach did chew him out a little bit for it. He got It sounds playful. The quote, the quote itself sounds playful. It says, after he dropped a pick, the DB coach got in his face and yelled at him, why don't you like nice things? And... That sounds pretty playful to me. He just wants him to capitalize. He's a rookie, probably not that big of a deal, but that's cool. At least the coach sees that he's in the right place at the right time. That should help his chances of getting on the roster. And plays like that, they're what you want from your sixth, seventh round pick rookies. There's low risk, and if they're coming out and they're playing well, that's all you need. That's exactly what you want, honestly. But that's it. That's all I got for you. That is all your rookies. It sounds like your class is going to shape up fine. I had originally a B plus grade on this draft and it's shaping out to be honestly a bit better than that. I only had a B plus because Darius juice I thought was going to be the starting running back and was going to eat up all those carries. But since he's no longer the team, Antonio Gibson goes from a B plus pick to an A plus pick in my opinion. Uh, Sadiq Charles, if they can get him under control, it seems if, or if he can get himself under control, honestly, he's a grown man. He can figure out how to build better work habits. If he can get under control, that solves the Trent Brown problem as well. So if this draft class shapes up as it looks like it may be, uh, this is a great draft. This is a very underrated draft, actually. And if I were a Washington football team fan, I would be pretty excited for this upcoming season, especially with year two Haskins, year two Terry McLaurin, and a couple of other guys. Also, real, real shame that that Moss got injured and you had to cut him. I thought that would have been a great weapon for Haskins, to, Haskins too. And it was, I really thought it was an underrated uh, rookie free agent signing, but unfortunate that didn't work out. But as is life, stuff happens. Uh, but thank you so much for allowing me to use your time, borrow your time for a second. Really appreciate it if you made it this far. Uh, hope you learned something about your rookies. And if you did, glad I could help. Uh, this has been Miles for the Judgment Call podcast. And really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. I'm out.